0: Sideburns versus skinny jeans, Walkmans versus AirPods, Millennial or Gen Xer? We're going to dive right in to family, finances, and fun.
1: Mom, is my laundry done?
0: Really, Ryan? Welcome to In My Day.
1: Hey, everybody! Welcome back to In My Day. Uh, Ryan Petruniak here. I'm with Dave Smith. Uh, getting ready for another great podcast. How you doing today, Dave?
0: Hey, Ryan. I am doing absolutely phenomenal. We've we've poured ourselves a little Hirsch bourbon. Glasses are clinking here and there. Cha-ching. I mean, what more can you ask for? This is a new one. I haven't had this one yet. Where'd you get this one? I actually got this. I actually think it's uh, it's like bottled and made in Bardstown, Kentucky. But um, I actually bought this on a trip out west to Colorado that I went on. Father-son trip with my three sons. Three weeks in a car. Absolutely phenomenal experience for the kids.
1: And you didn't kill any of them. They all came back in one piece.
0: You know, we drove 4,500 miles because my kids, let's be honest, are completely spoiled. And um, we fly everywhere. So they don't know what it's like to stay in a ratty hotel. Well, they did not know what it's like. Now they do. But now they do. We stay in a bunch of just roach infested places but it was wonderful because they got the memories they got the memories of the trip and at one point in the very end of the trip right we're we're driving back we're probably 400 miles from home and there's two in the back and little michael who's eight, ridley who's 13 and they've got their headphones on i already told them not to do anything like to touch each other or anything like that okay and guess what i see michael looking to the left ridley looking to the right out the window and i see michael in my rearview mirror with a little red balloon and i see the balloon slowly creep over towards ridley and tap him once and then the balloon come right back and meanwhile michael's still staring right out the window okay left side looking out the left side of the car Ridley kind of looks at him weird then looks back over like oh, whatever
1: strike one so then i
0: see the balloon slowly make its way over but this time when it Taps Ridley. It doesn't just tap him. It hits him really hard many, many times. To which Ridley turns around as only an older brother to a little brother can do. And in one fell swoop, grabs a balloon and pops it. Oh, no. Which then, Michael immediately breaks into alligator tears and says, Dad! And I said, I'm sorry, son. I'm on a phone call right now. I can't talk. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I just kept driving. And I found with kids, you don't have any yet, but if you're ever blessed one day to have some children... The most important thing as a parent is to be unpredictable. Fair
1: now, enough. speaking
0: of predictable, what the heck is going on with these markets? Well, when, they, when
1: you were gone, nothing happened. Everything was super Could I just let
0: you know, interject, and say that was the first time I've ever, I've ever left the state of Kentucky and not had the market do anything wonky. We're, I enjoyed three weeks. It was wonderful. We were bored around here.
1: Mostly, I mean, not everything, but mostly it was low volume nothing crazy happened up or down and just slowly moving up each day the calm before the storm and then dave smith came back to lexington and the market decided to lose its mind um and all the fears of inflation covid everything boiled over and we had a rough couple days but uh started to see some bounce back as we're recording this today so it'll be interesting to see what will happen the rest of the week
0: i mean i even heard people are scared of the delta this is like an airlines company right something like that <laughs> i mean it's dealt something but they're scared are they scared of flying now or are they just scared of the
1: well, i was reading yesterday that the doctors are saying that this is more contagious and more deadly than the first one now they said that eight times the first time around too so we'll see what happens but uh the, it's definitely spooking the markets a little bit um and as the cases keep going up it's going to fe- it's going to put fear into the markets that we're gonna have more shutdowns. That's that's the fear on that.
0: Everybody's side. envisioning masking up COVID round two. Yeah, just know.
1: just when everyone got back out there and started doing so- social events again, and going to ball games and all the other fun you stuff. Could that just we just start to, to in go. The summer.
0: You could just start to go through the buffet, exactly. side by side with your fellow human being, not worrying about whether sneezing on the plastic shield guard. and to Keeneland, yeah, much <laughs> less to Keeneland, and then and then suddenly, this all could be over again.
1: We'll see. We'll see what happens, but. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but the... So what
0: does an investor do here? I mean, if someone... Let's say someone is, you know, in their in their 20s, 30s, 40s, they, they're not anywhere near retirement. You know, they're putting money away. You know, should they be concerned about this volatility, this up-down in the market? Should they stop saving because of this? I mean, every every
1: investor has a unique situation, so it's hard to make a broad generalization. However... If if you are younger and you have a long-term horizon, uh, worrying about the little 3 to 5% moves in the market because whatever's spooking the market that week usually isn't a good idea. Usually just putting money away each month and continuing to save it consistently and keep investing and stay in the market, and you'll be just fine. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a, that's a general rule. Every situation is different, obviously.
0: You know how I like to phrase it to clients that that, like, you know, Let's say they're in their 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s, okay? A little older up the scale. They've got a little more money. So, you know, that first uh, 10,000 is one thing. The next 100,000 is another. But then they get to like, you know, half a million, a million. And they start to go, oh, my gosh. And so the swings are bigger, right? The swings in the market are bigger. A 1% move when you have a million-dollar portfolio, right? I mean, you're looking at $10,000. A 1% move when you have a $1,000 portfolio, (laughs) Right, ten bucks, not too bad, right? I mean, cheeseburger, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not too. You, I mean, you're still gonna go to you know Red Robin, you know, or Rafferty's and get something, right? But the thing is, I always tell people, the larger the money get, the the larger the pile of money gets. You just got to take off a zero. So if you've got ten thousand, think of it as like a thousand. And if it and if it if it's if you've got a hundred thousand and it rotates ten percent, and you think, oh my gosh, I have ten thousand, think of it like a thousand. Right? just take off that zero and it, it just makes it a little bit more formidable because the reality is the longer all of us live and the longer we're saving the longer we're investing eventually right markets going up and down all around eventually we're going to grow wealth and the number one thing that i tell folks when they're first starting off that i told people 25 years ago right when i first joined the industry i heard from my mentor was he always said he said you don't really want the market to go up until you have a million dollars and I that's said, "What are you talking about? Because that's hard, right? We're all in an instant gratification, you know, place in life right now, right? Just especially the millennials. Absolutely, we all want everything, okay? But the thing is, if you think about it, yeah, I mean, if you have a dollar and the market doubles, woohoo! It's not going to change or rock your rocky world, Completely right? Completely
1: immaterial. Doesn't make a difference. No, but." Yep. If you have a million and it doubles, then we're starting to talk a little bit.
0: Now we're talking. We're like at because let's say you had two million. Now you're talking about like, well, maybe I peel something off and I get that car I always wanted. Maybe I peel something off. I put something down on the beach house I wanted. Well, what would you do? You um you you a million dollars, you double it to two million. What's the first thing that right now at your stage of life, first thing comes to mind you do with that money?
1: I would. Make a double payment on the mortgage of the new house I just bought, and then I would probably—I don't know—I would I, at this stage I wouldn't want to spend. I can't even imagine spend, spending a million dollars. So that's that's, that's, I mean, aw- that's not even a man so imaginable. You, let's talk so. about
0: this. I mean, I'm in the process of building a house. You're in the process. You just you just bought a house, but are you? Still living in boxes? Are you unboxed where you do so you have new drapes? Where are you
1: at? We're unboxed. Um, but we're still waiting on our furniture delivery. Because okay. apparently the other thing that COVID has done is backed up all the furniture stores for months. So we ordered furniture when we moved in about two months ago. Did
0: you order furniture from China?
1: I don't think so. It was Ashley Home Store. So okay. what what wherever they get theirs from? I couldn't
0: tell you. You but probably enter you like honestly, probably you probably put an order in at like ground zero. It's possible. Of where the initial COVID started. It's possible. I didn't do that much research. So it's research like good the, luck in six months it arrives. When are they exactly. saying when is it going to come?
1: Well before they said this week and then when I called them this week they told me another four weeks. So hopefully before Christmas but we'll see. Um, but <laughs> this this weekend Katie my fiancee made a fantastic steak dinner that we ate on lawn chairs in a cooler in the living room.
0: So fancy. Yeah. We're really livin- like, like that, that that Walker Hayes song. You're fancy like something like that. Yeah, like uh coolers on a Friday night with steaks and a lawn I chair. Think it's Applebee's, yeah. But <laughs> I mean it's kind of the <laughs> same enough. thing though, right? Yeah.
1: But at least I'm not going through the pain of building. I mean
0: the the stories people are coming up with those. Let me tell you, I mean, first you had skyrocketing lumber, right? Because nobody was going out anywhere. So it wasn't just building homes. It was everyone doing decks, remodels, all the different projects. And now the world's opened up. People are like, well, the deck can wait or the remodel doesn't need to happen. Or And so now it's just back to people building homes for the most part. So lumber prices are coming down, which is nice. But let me tell you, building a house, it's something else. I got a call the other day. You want to know what it was about? Yeah. You're not going to believe this. Probably. All right. So we all have significant others, right? At least in this room. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And my wife, let me just tell you. I mean, she called me and she said, our new house, they just bricked it. Do you know what it looks like? A house? That's what I thought. I said, a house with bricks? She said, no. It looks like the underbelly of a dead fish. Okay. Are you picturing a dead fish, Ryan? Somewhat. (laughs) So, the underbelly of a dead fish, what would you just think, just off the side of your head? Because, mind you, I'm on this three-week trip to the West. So, what would you think the underbelly of a dead fish would look like?
1: Brown nasty.
0: That's. Okay. Little brown. I'm
1: I'm more, when you say dead fish, I think of the smell more than the look, which is throwing me off. That's (laughs) true. That is a
0: tough thing, okay? So, it had some brown hues. It's supposed to be white brick, right? Mm Mm-hmm had some brown hues, had some pink hues, had a little orange hues, had a little red hues. A little bit of everything, actually. Um, And they said it was 90% white, and I was like, it's 90% not white. Because what she was going after was a white house with all the black windows, black garage, black door, black everything, black trim, you name it, right? And what we had is a house with all the black things, but then we have brown, pink, red, orange so I looked at it I said baby I said I understand you're upset about this but my love for you is so much that I am prepared to live with you in a dead fish house for the rest of our lives
1: that probably went over well
0: I thought that would fix the problem but you know what you You were wrong you know what (laughs) Ryan I'm not wrong often but when I am I'm really wrong so guess what we're doing to the house are you painting the bricks or are you putting all new bricks on? We actually asked about putting all new bricks on. Wow. But we're going to be painting the house, painting the bricks, white.
1: So your original move-in date was what, May?
0: It was April, end of April, April, start of May.
1: Okay, and now it's middle of July and you're looking at late the, August?
0: He says late August, but I'm thinking, you know, the way it goes could be Labor Day, Labor Day, So. Probably about the same time that I get furniture in my living room. Well, I mean, the comment that I received was, by the time we move into this house, it's probably going to be too late to even decorate for Christmas.
1: That's not overdramatic at all.
0: Not at all. So uh, the question is, between the two of us, if you get your furniture first, you're hosting the Christmas party. Okay. And if I move in the house first... If one of us happens by Christmas. Then so. I'll have a Christmas party. And if we don't, then I guess we just have to have it elsewhere.
1: Welcome to 2021.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So we're building houses buying houses markets are crazy a lot in motion any last thoughts that you want to say to somebody if they're listening and they're like hey all that aside guys i don't need house ownership advice i don't need house buying advice i'm investing money but i got a little extra money aside but i'm not really sure what to do with it what would you say to that person
1: well i would say it completely depends on your personal situation so it's hard to make a blanket statement um but it can never hurt to come in and have a chat and take a look at your overall financial picture and see if see if there's some inefficiency
0: somewhere that we can help you with. I like that. I like that a lot. Hey, this was In Our Day. Until next time.